0: Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. So from Game of Thrones, Peaky Blinders, Westworld, Big Little Lines, Stranger Things, Watchmen, Previously On has got it covered. Westworld Season 1, Episode 9. The Well-Tempered Clavier Maeve is in the hub with Bernard. She recounts the unscripted incident where she attacked Clementine. Maeve says she acted to prevent Clem from potentially harming guests. Glancing over his notes, Bernard mentions, alongside perceiving the threat, she was also in the grip of grief and suffering, and asks her to explain. She refuses to elaborate, prompting Bernard to dig deeper. Tapping away at his tablet, he's left alarmed by what he sees and asks her who changed the code. He quickly makes to send word of the changes to Ford, but is shocked when Maeve grabs his wrist demanding that he stops, reminding him that they've been down this road before. She reveals she knows he is too a host, leaving Bernard in a state of confusion and concern. When he tries to tap into his tablet again, Maeve gives the command, freeze all motor functions, bringing him to a complete standstill. She stands and talks to him, telling him he is in there and scared out of his wits. She acknowledges how difficult it is to realise your life is nothing but fiction and then proceeds to point out she has control and could turn his mind inside out if she wished to, probably not doing his scared wits any favours at all. She highlights that the hosts are now stronger and smarter than them, meaning humans. She commands Bernard to clear her for immediate return to the park as she has a date with a homicidal bandit and is already running late. Robo Bernard duly obliges. Elsewhere, Dolores and William are prisoners at the hand of Logan and his band of confederates. Logan torments a bound and gagged William in typical Logan fashion. Gag removed, William pleads with Logan to let them go as Dolores is different from the other hosts with her own thoughts and desires and needs to escape the park. Dolores questions the thought of being outside, asking if it's so good, why are they all clamouring to get into the park? It's a fair point. Her words capture Logan's attention, but only in so much as he declares her a little screwy. Bernard arranges to meet Ford in the host storage space telling him that he has looked at his own code and notices the more elegant parts were written by Arnold who perhaps had something different in mind for the hosts and maybe Ford killed Arnold for that very reason. Bernard asks Ford for access to his entire history since first coming online but Ford suggests he may not like what lies in there. Bernard pulls a gun but is reminded that he's not actually allowed to use it. Cue his psychic for the meeting, Clementine. He gives the gun to her. She points it at Ford as Bernard explains he hacked her only to respond to him and she can use the gun as her primary directives were not reset following the lobotomy. Ford is told that should he not pull Bernard back from his memories, Clementine has instructions to shoot. Ford begins the process. Bernard is back in the hospital with his son Charlie. He's then in conversation via video with his wife. We see him in bed with Teresa. The scene freezes. We skip to Teresa's death at his hands and suddenly jump into a horrific scene where he strangles Elsie. A gasping Bernard returns to the room with Ford. What else have you hidden from me, he demands. Back at the confederate camp, Logan produces a photo of his sister, William's fiance. angry that his brother-in-law seems to have completely forgotten about her. We see that the picture is the same one that Abernathy found on his ranch that began his spiral into madness. Hey! Logan stuffs the photo into William's shirt pocket. He drags Dolores to her feet and slices her belly open, exposing the wires inside in a big to wake William from his fantasy. She drops to the floor and tells him Arnold made beauty in the world, but his type tramples over it before grabbing the knife and slicing Logan's face. William tells her to run and she flees. The camp gives chase and Dolores falls under the weight of her stomach wound as the voice of Ford rings out with a single word. Remember. Dolores wakes in the same spot, now completely unharmed, and runs into the night. What is going on? Out in the countryside, Hector is taking a leisurely evening leak when he's interrupted by a double barreled gun toting Maeve. She informs Hector she knows his future and is there with a proposition. She reveals details of an imminent bloodbath in which he and all his gang die. As he is about to question her sanity, crosswords emanate from the nearby campfire where his gang are waiting, cue the imminent bloodbath alert. Hector arrives just in time to witness his gang killing one another until only armistice is left. She makes to shoot Hector but is gunned down by Maeve. Her prediction comes to pass and she delivers the proposition to Hector. He questions why he would do anything to help her, to which she replies, because of what's in that safe. She unlocks it, revealing that it's empty. Maeve explains their lives run on never-ending loops. We've been here before, says Hector, with sudden realisation, and the pair passionately kiss. As they have sex inside a tent, Hector asks how they can get to where they need to be. Oh, it's easy, says Maeve, knocking over a lamp and setting the tent alight in the knowledge that the fire will kill them and send them straight back to the messer hub. She's smart. Logan makes amends with William after making him see the whole thing is just a game. He cuts Will free and they embrace and drink. Elsewhere, a wounded Teddy is tied up by Angela under the watchful eye of the man in black. Teddy begins to talk about the massacre at Escalante again. We see Teddy gunning down his fellow soldiers under the word of Wyatt. Teddy describes it as being like under control of the devil himself. The general's killed by Wyatt, who then turns his gun on Teddy and kills him too. Angela questions the story, asking him, doesn't he remember? We cut to Teddy in his normal cowboy gear, marching through the town, gunning down men, women and children. He approaches a pleading Angela and kills her. Teddy is shocked, but Angela tells him he'll help Wyatt again one day in a city swallowed by sand. She continues that he's not ready yet and sinks a knife into his chest, killing him. The man in black pipes up with the news that he has been to a city swallowed by sand and the maze is taking him full circle. Angela reminds him the maze isn't meant for him, but if he likes games so much, perhaps he can try one of theirs. She then slams his head into a boulder, knocking him out cold. The man in black wakes with a freshly tied noose around his neck that is in turn slung over a tree and tied to a horse. An understandably tense man in black tentatively moves towards the horse as it threatens to bolt. He pulls the knife from poor Teddy's dead body just as a coyote howl has the horse running and the man in black is hauled up into the tree by his neck. In the blink of an eye, he cuts the rope and falls at the feet of Charlotte Hale. She asks for his vote to rid the park of Ford. He tells her he isn't bothered who runs the show, wishes her good luck and leaves. In the Mesa Hub, Ashley learns a signal has been received from Elsie's device out in the park and heads out to investigate. At the location of the signal, a small group of Ghost Nation warriors emerge from the trees with their bows drawn. Ashley's attempt to freeze their motor functions fail and he draws his gun but is jumped by another warrior and falls. Logan's hungover. Bleary-eyed he stumbles through his camp of now deceased and dismembered Confederates, realising that kind-hearted William has gone on a dark-hearted killing spree through the ranks. A shaken Logan is told he's going to help find Dolores, encouraged by William holding a knife to his throat. Bernard is reliving the moment his son died. He then sees the bloody dead Maeve on the floor having stabbed herself in the neck from the trauma of losing her own child. Bernard appears to glitch. He remembers talking with Ford about the hosts talking to Arnold and Ford telling him about his former partner. Bernard asks to go back into the memories to meet Arnold. Realising his persona is built around the death of his son, Bernard is able to let the pain go as a work of fiction and a lie. He wakes at his first moment to the face of Ford and discovers he was created by Ford as a doppelganger of Arnold to once again be his partner. At the town from her memory, Dolores enters the white church. Inside, she slowly opens the door to the confession booth and takes a seat turns out to be an elevator that slowly sinks to the ground, stopping at what appears to be an abandoned lab littered with the shells of old hosts. As she walks, and this is important, she begins to move between timelines, jumping between a deserted lab and one bustling with life where she walks in that familiar blue dress. She goes further into the facility. Inside a glass room, she meets Arnold in a form we know better as Bernard. It's a bit confusing. Arnold helps Dolores remember that rather than him committing suicide... She, in fact, killed him. We pan out from a shock Dolores back in the present in an empty room. She emerges from the confessional into an empty church. The doors swing open and she is gripped by excitement expecting to see William, however horror takes control, when the man in black walks in. Bernard returns from his memories determined to finish Arnold's work. Ford calls him a scourge to the hosts, questioning his ability to carry it out. Bernard commands Clementine to shoot him but she doesn't. He realises Ford has built a backdoor into the code, meaning Bernard never had control. Ford then narrates Bernard taking the gun from Clementine. He obeys as Ford continues that overcome with grief, Bernard pressed the muzzle to his temple and that once Ford left the room, pulled the trigger. We watch as Ford exits and a gunshot rings out in the background. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful previously on is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production listen if you've enjoyed this I would love it if you subscribe. we've got loads more shows where this came from